When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> it's the old radio comedy podcast. It's episode 24 of season 2 and time for another classic comedy radio show from the golden age of radio. The Bob Hope Show was originally called the Woodbury Soap Hour in 1937, then the Pepsodent Show starring Bob Hope a year later when switching sponsors, and was the most popular radio show in America. In 1948, after 10 years, the ratings had declined and Pepsodent canceled the show. Hope got a new show later that year, The Bob Hope Show, sponsored by Lever Brothers, Swan Soap, which ran from September 14th of 1948 until 1950, being canceled due to poor performance against its main competitor, Life with Luigi. The next iteration of his show, under the same name, began the next fall with Chesterfield Cigarettes as the sponsor, then changed sponsors twice during the next five years, with the last broadcast airing on April 21st, 1955. During World War II, many of his radio broadcasts were recorded remotely at U.S. military bases around the world, as Bob Hope was an ardent supporter of the military and did multiple USO tours entertaining the troops, later during the Korean War and also the Vietnam War. Due to his service for the U.S. military, Hope was awarded the Sylvanus Thayer Award in 1968 by the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Now sit back and relax for the November 27, 1953 broadcast of The Bob Hope Show with guest appearance by Zsa Zsa Gabor. The Bob Hope Show, transcribed direct from Hollywood with Les Brown and his band of renown. Our singing star, Margaret Whiting. Our special guest, Zsa Zsa Gabor. And here he is, Bob Hope. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Pardon my throat, ladies and gentlemen. Have a little uh, smog in it tonight. <laughs> you know, a glass of milk a day keeps the doctor away. Two glasses a day keeps the dentist away. And three glasses of milk a day and you're a hermit, but a healthy one. <laughs> but I want to tell you that... <laughs> Bless you. But that milk is wonderful for you. At our dinner yesterday, we had a wonderful milk-fed turkey. That turkey was really milk-fed. At sunset, it got up off the platter and headed back to the barn. <laughs> I don't suppose you've seen my relatives eat. It's sort of a yucca flats with flying wishbones. <laughs> no, it was a close affair. At one point in the meal, they had gravy on me, and my brother Jack was putting salt and pepper on my leg. <laughs> I happened to be in New York last week when they were having their smog. I'm sure it was just a coincidence. In New York, they had a smaze. That's sort of a, that's sort of a sissy smog. 
thick enough to slow you down, but you can't lean against it. <laughs> the smaze wasn't as powerful as smog. When you take a deep breath of the stuff we have out here, you can get up again, but not the same day. The mayor of New York wired the Los Angeles City Hall asking what to do about it, and we're going to let him know as soon as we find the City Hall. <laughs> well, this has been a day of turmoil for Bob and for everyone else on the show. It all started this morning at Bob's home when I asked him one simple question. <laughs> Say, say, Bob. Yeah, Bill. Can I be excused from appearing on the show tonight? Why, what's the matter with you? Well, Zsa Zsa Gabor is going to be your guest tonight, isn't she? That's right, Bill, but don't let Zsa Zsa frighten you. Just be calm and cool like I am. It's <laughs> too late, Rob. I, I don't want to be on the show with Zsa Zsa tonight because I've fallen for her. You've fallen for Zsa Zsa? Yes. Well, if you've got to go, I can't think of a nicer way. <laughs> When did this all happen? Yesterday when you sent me over to her place with a script. I, I could tell Zsa Zsa liked me the minute she saw me. You know what she did? She actually invited me to stay for tea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she likes tea with lemon. <laughs> then what happened, Bill? Well, while we were drinking it, Zsa Zsa looked in my eyes and said, I'm so thrilled to know a big, strong man like you. And bing, I got all choked up. With love? No, I swallowed my tea bag. That's very romantic, Bill. As a lover, you'd make a wonderful garbage disposal. But I don't see why you have to have the evening off just because you've taken a fancy to Zsa Zsa. After all, you didn't ask her to marry you. You want a bed? Well, that's very clever of you, Bill. If she accepts, you'd be sure of a crowd at the wedding. How do you mean? Well, there'd be you and Zsa Zsa and your wife and your four kids. <laughs> you won't need a minister. You'll need a referee. Well, gee, you see the jam I'm in, don't you, Bob? Well, why didn't you ask my advice about this, Bill? I could give you advice in this kind of a matter. After all, you can't fall for every pretty face you see. You'd have five or six different girls around town. You'd always be kissing one girl and rushing to the other and trying to keep them from finding out about each other. You'd never get any rest. You wind up tired, exhausted, a nervous wreck, completely worn out. Only one word describes a life like that. What is it? Sensational. <laughs> well, gee, Bob, what'll I do? Relax, Bill. I'll run over to Zsa's right now. I'll bring you some candy and flowers and straighten the whole thing out. Oh, thanks, Bob. But from now on, I'm swearing off girls forever. Good. Oh, oh, by the way, put a card in the flowers, will you? To Honey Cheeks from Sugar Lips. <laughs> well, I'll see you later, Bill. I'll go over to Zsa's right now. Oui, monsieur. Oh, I'd like to see Miss Gabor. André, s'il vous plaît. Thank you. Asseyez-vous un moment, monsieur. Votre nom? Yes, yes, it has been rather chilly. <laughs> Comprenez français? Oh, sure, I speak French fluently. C'est si bon, cherchez la femme, Chevrolet Coupé, and Wee oui, Wee oui, Marie. <laughs> I have three or four others, but I don't want to get arrested. Anyway, I'll just wait here till Miss Gabor can see me, huh? Hello, 
Bob. Hello, Zsa Zsa. Gee, you look pretty as a picture. Why have you come to see me, Bob? Is it about my being on your radio show? No, I'm here about something else, Zsa Zsa. It's a very delicate matter. How interesting. Go on. Well, some men are just empty-headed idiots and nothing can be done about it. What would you say, Zsa Zsa, if I told you a big, dull-witted lout is madly in love with you? Why, Bob? Is this a proposal? <laughs> no, I didn't mean myself, Jaja. I'm talking about Bill Goodman. You see, Bill is just an unsophisticated guy. He falls for any pretty face. Then you wouldn't waste time on me. For dancing, I could make you fall in love with me. No, Jaja, you couldn't make me fall in love with you because I'm a man of the world, sophisticated, suave, blasé. You are blasé without the B. <laughs> did you get all these ideas that you are so great and hard to get? Well, I read a wonderful book that tells how to handle these situations, Jaja. It's called Man, Ruler of the Sexes. <laughs> tells all about how men have ruled women all through the ages, from Socrates right up through Rock Hudson. book helped you? It certainly did, Jaja. Before I read it in my dealings with women, I was just a pale, washed-out, namby-pamby, but I've changed. Yes, now you have a tan. <laughs> well, take it easy on Goodwin, anyway, as a favor to me, Jaja. I'll be running along now. But I want you to have a cup of tea with me. Well, that worked with Bill, but I'm a sophisticated man of the world. You can't pierce my shell. Really? Are you sure, Jaja, I cannot pierce your shell? Hmm? <laughs> You trying to pierce it or melt it? <laughs> Don't try it, honey. I'm too tough for you. You'll only smash yourself in the rock of Gibraltar. Oh, you think so? Lie back in this chair. Let Jaja look in your eyes. Okay. Now, do you feel romance? No. <laughs> Let Jaja stroke your forehead. Now, do you feel romance? No. <laughs> Nothing coming through yet. <laughs> now, let her press her lips to yours. was that? It was either romance or one of my garters busted. <laughs> Here's Margaret Whiting, the doll of Capitol Records, singing that great standard, It Had to Be You. Come in, Maggie.
just to be sad thinking of you some others I've seen might never be me might never be cross or try to be boss but they wouldn't Gentlemen, someone once said, humor is the true democracy. That's why we in America can smile when we tell the stories of the legendary heroes who helped build our country's great industries and institutions. Take steel, for example. What made us the greatest steel manufacturers in the world? Ask any worker at the open hearth of any Pennsylvania steel mill, and the answer will be the same. Joe Majorac, the giant whose body was made of pure steel. They'll tell you Joe invented the riveting machine by punching rivets with his fists. And cannonballs by rolling the hot steel in his hands like he was making butter balls. They'll tell you Joe Majorac made steel rails by squeezing molten steel between his fingers. A legend? Sure, Joe Majorac is only a legend, someone who existed only in the minds of those who have handed down our American folklore. But Joe Majorac is also a spirit. The spirit of those men who work and sweat before the open hearths of the Alleghenies. Yes, it is democracy which lets us tell stories of our industries, institutions, and legendary heroes with a twinkle in our eyes and a chuckle in our throats. And so long as we continue to laugh together as a people, we will live together as a nation. Thank you very much. When Bob returned home from visiting Zaza this afternoon, he had a rather glazed look in his eyes. Zsa-zsa, zsa-zsa, zsa-zsa is the girl for me. The birds and bees have got a cousin since I met her, my buzzer's buzzing. Zsa-zsa. 
We're waiting to start rehearsal. How'd it go, Bob? How'd it go? Yeah, did you smooth things over with Zsa Are you kidding, Bill? A whole new situation has developed. What do you mean? It is now Bob and Zsa Zsa Gabor and you? Oh, you're kidding. Zsa didn't really fall for you, did she? Why not? She's human, isn't she? <laughs> That's what makes it so hard to understand. That was very cute, Maggie. We've been watching for your ad in Variety under Situations Wanted. Well, Bob, I'm very sorry, but I just can't understand Zsa falling in love with you. Well, for one thing, she said I was the handsomest devil she ever saw. Oh, stop. She said that, too. <laughs> well, come on, Bob. Let's start rehearsal. Okay, but Zsa will be over here in a few minutes, and I want you all to help me. Help you? Well, how? Well, I want to make a good impression on Jaja. I want to make her think I'm sophisticated and worldly, handsome and noble. What do we do? Slip her a Mickey? <laughs> oh, that was a good one. <laughs> if they ever put a price on your head, take it. <laughs> Bill, I really want to impress Jaja. Make her think I'm a member of the Upper Crust, so when she arrives, I want you to act as my butler. Your butler? Bill. Yes, Master. Anything you say, Master. <laughs> That's the nice thing about our contract with Goodwin. We don't give him his blood back till the end of the season. <laughs> Maggie, you can pitch in and help, too. Okay, Chief, what's my assignment? Well, we could use a touch of glamour. Why don't you play a southern bell? Oh, I can do it easy. A rich southern bell from an old, old family. No, I can do it easy. And you're madly in love with me. I'd better rehearse. <laughs> Look, ragmop. <laughs> hey. Hey, that might be her now. You ready, Bill? All set, Maggie? Yes, sir, boss. My cones is ponin' and my weevils is a weevil. <laughs> Get it, Bill. Hello, sugar lips. Hi, honey cheeks. Uh, announcing Miss Zsa Gabor. Well, well, here we are. Hello, Zsa Hello, Bob. Oh, hello, Zsa Hello, Bob. Hello, Zsa <laughs> Hello, Bob. Gee, this girl's got an answer for everything. <laughs> oh, Bob, what's the matter with you? What do you mean? You act so strange. You look like a sick cow. Well, that's how I always look when I see a healthy calf. You know? <laughs> Come in the drawing room and join our little group, Zsa Thank you. Oh, Zsa I'd like you to meet a friend of mine. This is... Uh... Well, hiya all, honey. I'm Magnolia Morning Glory Peach Blossom Beauregard E. Lee. I'm from Dowan Sour. <laughs> Take it easy. One step further south and you'll be a Mexican. <laughs> How south can you get? I'm very glad to know you, Miss Lee. What an interesting hairdo, Miss Gabor. Tell me, honey, did you put it up with your gloves on or off? <laughs> oh, that kind of... No, dear. I have my hair done by a very exclusive stylist. Why don't you slip yourself and send it over to him? <laughs> what a charming comb you have here, Bob. Oh, yes, I'm loaded, you know, although I am cutting down this year. In the servant's swimming pool, we're just using plain water this year. What do you use in your own pool? Taboo. 
We don't have a diving board. We just jump off of Liberace's candlesticks. Goodness, Bob. If you were this rich in my country, Hungary, you'd be a nobleman. Well, as a matter of fact, Jaja, they're cooking up a deal to get me into the nobility now. Really? Yes, Queen Elizabeth is making me a knight of the garter as soon as I send her my sock size. <laughs> Bob, I'm terribly impressed. I didn't realize you were so wealthy and important. Oh, yes, I just dabble in the cinema for a lark. Actually, I'd much rather be back in the family estate. Your family has an estate? Yes, we have a little place north of London. What is it called? Scotland. <laughs> And are all your family noblemen? Oh, yes, all kings and dukes. In fact, if anything as low as an earl came to our castle, we couldn't let him in the front way. They'd have to go around to the back moats. <laughs> we have a string of polo ponies, string of fawns, string of servants. How did your family get so rich? Saving string. <laughs> you don't mind if I crack a little joke occasionally, do you? Not at all. <laughs> I'm not listening. <laughs> Well, anyway, Zsa I'm glad you found out what an important person I am or what a fine old family I come from. Yo-ho! Anybody home in this joint? <laughs> oh, uh, pardon me, Zsa Someone must have the wrong house here. What do you mean, a wrong house? Don't you know your Uncle Mort when I come all the way from Cleveland to visit you? Hiya, Ratsy! <laughs> Great, ain't seen you since we both hopped over the wall at the state pen. <laughs> ah, those were the days, eh, rat? <laughs> oh, uh, hello, Uncle Mort. Bob, this is your uncle? Well, uh, he's a different branch of our family tree. <laughs> he's a different branch of our family tree, Josh. Other branch where the beetles got under the bark. <laughs> well, nice to see you, Uncle Mort. Drop in again sometime. Hey, what's the idea, Rats? Are you trying to give me the brush off? Well, I'm very busy right now. Now, is this any way to treat your poor old uncle? The guy that put the first pool cue in your chubby little mitts? <laughs> the guy that showed you how to jimmy gum machine so you'd always have a trade to fall back on? <laughs> The guy that helped you earn your face bucks slugging campfire girls and selling the marshmallows? Now, wait a <laughs> I'll admit, I'll admit you were wonderful to all of us, Uncle Mort. You kept the whole family dressed in hot mink. Bob, I think I'll be going now. No, don't run away, blue eyes. Come on, Ratsy. Introduce me. Who's the Skype? Oh, this is Miss Zsa Zsa Gabor How do you do? Never better than right now <laughs> Hey, kitten, hey, you are what is referred to in a better cycles As a cute cupcake A sharp cookie A real cream puff Please, don't press your nose against the bakery window <laughs> Look, Uncle Mort, why don't you drop around some other time? No, no, no. I want to talk to him. Tell me, did you grow up in the same estate with Bob? 
Well, speaking loosely, if you call a third floor tenement flat an estate, yeah. Bob, if you lived on the third floor of a tenement, how could you keep a string of polo ponies? Well, we had a very large service porch. <laughs> Look, Jaja, I may have exaggerated a little bit, but most of what I told you was true. Oh, then you do have some rich relatives. Well, there's Uncle Herman. He's a used car dealer. He only deals in Nash's. That way he can either sell it to you or rent your bed for the night. Well, I meant to tell you, Ratsy, uh, Cousin George is doing another stretch up the river. Up the river? He means that Cousin George is sojourning in his large home in the Hudson. <laughs> it's a wonderful place up there. In fact, it's a famous landmark. Yeah, practically an institution. <laughs> What is this, doing a stretch? Well, he's a girdle demonstrator. Look, I don't want to... <laughs> Look, why should I try to kid you any longer, Zsa This whole thing is a big story I've made up. What do you mean? Well, I grew up in the streets of Cleveland. I haven't got any big, fine family. Oh, poor Bob. Don't feel bad. Let me give you a kiss. And I haven't got any big estate in Scotland. There, there. I'll give you another kiss. And I haven't got any castle <laughs> or any polo ponies. I'll give you another kiss. <laughs> Boy, this is awful. This is terrible. What is the matter? <laughs> I've run out of things I haven't got any of. <laughs> This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. I hope you enjoyed that broadcast of the Bob Hope Show. I'd like to give a shout-out to Karen Seward of Michigan and Jerry Miller of Wichita, Kansas for the great email comments. Glad you're enjoying the podcast. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please be so good as to give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce, and remember... What if your dope was on fire? Impossible, sir. It's in Johnson's underwear. <laughs>